Hello, and welcome to the Two Peers Podcast, Season 1, Episode 3. I'm your host, Erica DeRamo. Today, we'll be discussing International Women's Day. We'll touch on the history and the purpose behind this celebration, as well as this year's theme and the underpinning six missions. We'll also explain how you can personally get involved. International Women's Day occurs on March 8th each year. This year, it's on a weekend, which means you'll probably be hearing about it in various forms throughout this preceding business week, whether on LinkedIn or social media or through events at your company or in your local community. You may be wondering about the story behind International Women's Day, and perhaps you think it's a recent phenomenon. In reality, IWD has a long history that dates back more than a century. Only in recent years have we started to see more recognition in the U.S., due in large part to our more globally connected society and social media, and also the impact of corporate events and sponsorship. My first experience with International Women's Day was while I was living in Azerbaijan and working in the Republic of Georgia, both of which were countries in the former Soviet Union. So International Women's Day was an important Soviet holiday, and it remained important in these countries, even in the post-Soviet era. So my experience in the early 2000s in Baku and Tbilisi was that International Women's Day was predominantly focused on displays of respect and gratitude toward women. I did find this a bit ironic because at least at the sites where I was working, which had very few women, the women were often responsible in large part for much of the cooking and cleaning that went into an International Women's Day celebration. But it was always a fun day with lots of flowers and chocolates and odes to women's greatness. So I also experienced International Women's Day while I was working in Angola. It was similarly celebrated with flowers and chocolates and displays of respect. The similarities made sense to me as Angola has had a historical relationship with the Soviet Union and now with modern-day Russia. I found International Women's Day to be similar in some ways, at least in these countries, to Valentine's Day, but without the romantic element. Instead, it was more about a display of affection and support, and even sisterhood for these women uh, within these societies. As mentioned previously, International Women's Day has a long history, dating back more than a century. The early 1900s saw organizing and activism by women fighting for better working conditions and voting rights, which really laid the groundwork for International Women's Day. In 1908, there was a protest of 15,000 women in New York City. In the following year, the Socialist Party of America declared that February 28th was National Women's Day. Then in 1910, at the Second International Conference of Working Women in Copenhagen, a woman named Clara Zetkin proposed what we now recognize as International Women's Day. The proposal was unanimously approved and IWD was born. 1911 saw International Women's Day honored in Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland, with more than a million people attending rallies, both men and women. And by 1913, it was being celebrated in Russia. The following year, in 1914, the official date was changed to March 8th 
on the Gregorian calendar, at least. And that's the calendar most of us use today. And it has remained that day ever since. In 1914, International Women's Day celebrations saw rallies across Europe, including in the UK, where Sylvia Pankhurst was arrested in London while on her way to speak to a crowd at Trafalgar Square about women's suffrage. Sylvia was the daughter of Emmeline Pankhurst, who features in a great Drunk History episode, by the way. And ironically, as I record this podcast, I'm actually looking out over Trafalgar Square right now. So another interesting fact is that the Russian Revolution was kicked off in part in 1917 with protests associated with International Women's Day. So women began protesting on March 8th for bread and peace, and less than a week later, the Tsar had abdicated. As mentioned, International Women's Day would then maintain a high prominence throughout the Soviet era. By 1975, the UN had begun recognizing International Women's Day and the website was created in 2001. And since then, the online presence and corporate sponsorship and involvement has grown over the years. And we've also seen its growth with the expansion of social media and a focus on ESG. So what's the purpose of this day? Well, honestly, it depends on the country you're in and the social context. So in some areas, the day is seen as an opportunity to celebrate women and demonstrate respect, like in the former Soviet countries that I was in or in Angola. And in other areas, it's seen as a day for protest and galvanizing action, similar to the protests in New York City. The global campaign is directed primarily at raising awareness regarding the issues that are facing women today and increasing access to resources for women. So sometimes I get asked whether International Women's Day is inherently sexist. Well, we at Two Peers certainly don't think so. Firstly, we believe the entire world benefits from gender parity and that enabling women to access their potential will reap benefits for all humans. Secondly, we also recognize International Men's Day on November 19th, which raises awareness about the issues facing men and it works to dismantle biases and myths that impact men. So put it on your calendars, November 19th. We believe forcing people into boxes is harmful and inefficient for society, regardless of gender. Each year, a primary theme is set, and this year's overarching theme is Each for Equal. According to the website, the IWD 2020 campaign theme is drawn from a notion of collective individualism. We are all parts of a whole. Our individual actions, conversations, behaviors, and mindsets can have an impact on our larger society. Collectively, we can make change happen. Collectively, we can help create a gender-equal world. Along with the theme, there are also six missions that are identified, in which celebrating women's achievements and increasing visibility while calling out inequality is key. We'll touch on each of those six missions here. So the first mission is Women in Tech. To celebrate digital achievement and champion the women forging innovation through technology. The website discusses the need for more women in tech and has some great videos and articles outlining exciting technologies that are shaping the world for the better. So this includes everything from food waste reduction to better interface design for inclusivity, even a material called smart dust, which is a quantum computing technology to tackle drug diversion and abuse. 
There's also a section that explores the implication of gender bias in artificial intelligence. So Frida Pauli, the CEO of Pymetrics, has a thought-provoking quote. Can you imagine if all the toddlers in the world were raised by 20-year-old men? That's what our AI looks like today. It's being built by a very homogenous group. If we think about the implications across all the sectors utilizing AI, that's pretty astounding. The second mission is women in sport. To celebrate women athletes and applaud when equality is achieved in pay, sponsorship, and visibility. So we at Two Pairs are big supporters of the U.S. women's national team in soccer, or football, as it's called everywhere else in the world. We recommend Googling the U.S. women's national team lawsuit for pay equality. There have been some really great articles over the past few weeks, including one from SB Nation that explains the current arguments behind the suit, and another from ESPN that details the support that the women's team has received from the U.S. Men's National Team Union. The third mission is women at work, to champion women of all backgrounds who dare to innovate, lead, and uplift others towards a more equal and inclusive workplace. The Global Gender Gap Report for 2020 is available from the World Economic Forum. There are a lot of great infographics and a whole bunch of detailed analysis, And there's also a very disappointing extrapolation. At current rates, we are still an astounding 99.5 years away from gender parity. We need to do more. The fourth mission is women entrepreneurs. To support women to earn and learn on their own terms and in their own way. This one hits close to home as Two Peers is the product of female entrepreneurialism. One article discusses the shift from freelancer mindset to founder mindset. So Seth Godin of The Inner Entrepreneur defines the difference between freelancing and being an entrepreneur. He explains that freelancers get paid for their work. If you're a freelance copywriter, you get paid when you work. Entrepreneurs use other people's money to build a business bigger than themselves so that they can get paid when they sleep. Some of the benefits for women as entrepreneurs are economic and creative independence in which women can take control of their own work. Other benefits include finding balance, whether work-life balance or balance between interests. And it also allows us to channel our motivations and our passions into our careers. So the fifth mission is women's health. To assist women to be in a position of power for making informed decisions about their health. So we know from extensive studies that gender bias exists in medicine, whether in the exam room, in doctors' perception of women's pain, or in research studies that explicitly exclude women as participants or subjects. One area of medicine that gets explored on the IWD site is heart disease. So the British Heart Foundation's briefing, Bias in Biology, revealed these four findings. One, women are less likely to recognize symptoms of a heart attack than men. Two, a woman is 50% more likely than a man to receive the wrong diagnosis. Three, women are less likely than men to receive life-saving treatments. And four, women are less likely to be given medicine to stop a second heart attack. They also warn of five signs that we should be on the lookout for for a heart attack in women. The first is chest pain or discomfort that happens suddenly and persists, like pressure, tightness, or squeezing. 
The second is pain that can spread to the left or right arm or to the neck, jaw, back, or stomach. The third is sickness, sweating, lightheadedness, or shortness of breath. The fourth is sudden anxiety, similar to that of a panic attack. And the fifth is excessive coughing or wheezing. We encourage you to be on the lookout for these signs, whether in yourself or in those around you. The sixth and final mission is Women Creatives, to increase the visibility of women creatives and promote their work for commercial projects. The International Women's Day site includes highlights of female artists and the IWD 2020 Typography Contest. So if you're a female creative, we highly recommend you check it out. You might be wondering how you personally can engage or get involved. Well, firstly, check out the website at www.internationalwomensday.com. You can learn more about what's going on this year and can even find and attend an existing event in your area. Or if you're thinking of hosting your own event, the website has all sorts of resources to get you set up and on your way. You can also use the hashtags on social media to both follow and amplify. This year's are hashtag IWD2020 and hashtag each for equal. So that wraps up our coverage for International Women's Day this year. We're looking forward to celebrating and you can watch our social media channels for more information and resources on IWD2020. In our next podcast, we'll be sharing some exciting news about two peers and our plans for the next year. I'm so excited and I want to shout it from the rooftops, but I'm going to be good and save it for later this month. As always, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, where we share lots of great content and resources. If you're interested in our coaching, our workshops, or our consulting offerings, you can find out more on our website at www.twopeersconsulting.com. And you can inquire directly through the website or you can email us from there. Thanks for joining us for this third episode of our podcast, and we will meet you back here soon with our new announcement.